Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's good to be back for me. It's been a little while. Uh, welcome to the Bloom Social Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Garcia. Joining me today, we've got Bailey Sutton. Bailey, how you doing, man? Good, good. I'm glad to see you and hear you. I'm glad to be back on the on the podcast today. We got an exciting topic, so I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, absolutely. I know um, Steve could not be joining us today. Yes. Steve uh, had a little excitement at the skate park the other day. Yeah, he's okay, but you know, recently him and I were we we were at the office, and you know, we get done and. We wanted to pick up skateboarding, and I was—I've been skateboarding for a long time, and so we hit the skate park a few times. And so. this week he went alone uh, during the uh, like a little break we had, and uh, yeah, man, he broke his tibula or tibia and fibula, I believe. Yeah, I don't know bones that well, Sheesh. but yeah, man, uh, he broke his leg, <laughs> so um, he's out, and but he's okay. He's doing good. He's working. He's fine, and so he's just taking a little rest today. So it's just gonna be us. Yeah, good stuff. I know uh, the new Tony Hawk game just came out. Yeah, well, yeah. the uh, the remastered. Right. Tony Hawk. Yeah. So oh, he can take that to two. video game version now. That's that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I'm like he was inspired. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I was I was gonna say something along the lines of you know we the doctors did the best they could to save his leg and he's gonna be okay. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did the best they could and uh, he's great <laughs> and he'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, well, Steve, uh, get well soon, dude. Yes. I'm sending sending my healing vibes from Dallas, Texas. Yeah, so. yeah, he's he's hopping around pretty well. I was with him at the office today, and uh, we got him <laughs> up steps and everything. And he's he's a trooper, so it's good. Yeah, it's good. That's right. Love it. Can't break the bloom spirit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we got him propped up on the couch. We moved the iMac over to the table, and he's got a good setup. So <laughs> yeah, crushing it. Yeah. Well. Let's go ahead and introduce today's topic. We're going to jump right in. Uh, So as we tend to do, we're actually going to be talking about the most recent blog that we posted. And for those of you who have not checked it out, it's available on our website. I know sometimes I like to pitch our website. Um, I guess it's not really new anymore, right? I like used to say, oh, go check out the new website. But it's been long enough now. It's just the website now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's pretty recent. Um, But yeah, it's, we're updating it constantly and it's just going to get way better. So check it out. Yeah, so today's topic is going to be about the reasons why your business needs a responsive website. Mm. And so the reason why we chose this topic, and you'll likely see this on our site here in the coming weeks, uh, we as Bloom Social now offer web design services. And yes. so this is a, uh, a new service that we offer. Uh, we've already got a couple of uh, sites under our belt that have been super successful. We actually designed our own site and that was the first one that we kind of kicked off this project with. But uh, we want to talk about responsive design today on your website and why you need it. And uh, there's a number of really good reasons for that. And I think the best place to start actually would be to explain what it means to be responsive. Mm-hmm. So um, you may have heard the term thrown around, responsive design. Uh, you, te- you tend to get responsive design more in the software world, but having a responsive website uh, to put it in very simple terms, it just means that your website can scale to different screen sizes, right? Right. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, if you look at, you know, the history of web browsing, you know, it tend it, it tended to be on desktop, and then as smartphones came out and tablets and different laptop screen sizes and whatnot, yeah, uh, sites began to have to account for that in different ways. And uh, I am not 
a developer by any means. Uh, but I do know enough about website design to say that in the early days, it was not easy to do that. It wasn't easy to, uh, to adapt to all the different screen sizes. And so, so let's go ahead and talk about why your business needs a responsive site. And reason number one is because web traffic is increasingly coming from mobile devices. So Bailey, I know you probably like to surf the web on your phone more than your laptop. Um, I I spend a lot of time on my computer, so like I prefer to do things on the web. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if you just think about social media as a whole, like it's funny because I feel like I use Twitter on the on the internet more, but I feel like as a whole, it's used more on mobile. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I see a little bit of both as far as Twitter goes. I mean, a lot of times people just have Twitter running in the background while they're surfing the web on on their desktop. You know what I right. mean? But I think the Twitter experience is actually a lot better on desktop because it's almost like you're surfing the web. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I, I do spend a lot more time on my phone because I go to Instagram, switch back over to Facebook, Twitter, and then I'm on Safari and Chrome. And it's like, you know, it's, it, it's, I'm used to it, but it is nice to be at a big desktop like I am right now with my MacBook. And it's like huge difference. But yeah, it's been crazy to see like, you know, the transition from, desktop to mobile and like when we're talking about strategy like for our clients you know as far as paid ads go they they are they don't think about mobile traffic and like when we say when we say like most of your most of the people like who are going to see their these ads are going to be on their phone so like most of it's going to come on from mobile devices so like you know the first one here on the blog you know mobile devices and tablets account for 51.3 percent of web traffic while desktop accounts for 48%. Like that's, that's going to keep going up, you know? So it's interesting. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think that, uh, those numbers, if you, if you just look at them and you, and you analyze them at face value, it would seem like that's not a very big gap. Yeah, sure. But yeah. if you, if you just kind of look at where we're going and I think a big piece of this discussion has to do with just, uh, mobile infrastructure yeah right you know you see the commercials all the time now about 5g yeah uh you know funny thing about 5g uh a lot of you know like t-mobile i think uh i actually checked this this morning t-mobile has the most or the the widest availability of 5g but it's not really any faster in some cases it's actually slower than lte i've heard that yeah and so you know, 5G, everyone's, you know, saying that 5G is the next, you know, it's the future of of uh, mobile web browsing and, and, you know, smartphone technology. And, mm. and I'm sure it'll get there at some point, you know, but the infrastructure right now isn't really there. And I think uh, it's just kind of funny to fact check some of these commercials about blazing fast speeds. And, yeah. Uh, in some areas, it's actually slower than 4G. Yeah. But, it's, uh, yeah. Dead promise. <laughs> if you, if you look at, kind of the evolution of of mobile web browsing though you know you had 3g was really the first type of or the first generation of of cellular broadband that allowed you to surf the web but you know if you if you recall the days of 3g you weren't really doing a lot right yeah right? yeah it was very Maybe limited you were yeah. just going to a page to read and not really a lot that you could do but you know when 4g and lte came out that's when web browsing on mobile became more of a reality. Yeah. Like you weren't as limited uh, with your speeds. Yeah. And 
you know, there was still a gap, right? I think the fastest speeds in, in, in today's day are still going to come from, you know, a wired desktop yeah, definitely. or, yeah. or Wi-Fi, you know, at your house. But, uh, you know, LTE took that next step in kind of reducing the gap between what you could do on a phone and what you could do on a desktop. And then now with 5G, everyone's saying that it's going to be basically the same as what you can get on desktop. And so, you look at just speeds and the availability to just accomplish tasks. And I think once 5G comes out in full force, I think that these numbers are going to go up for mobile yes. and continue to go down for desktop. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's like you mentioned you, like quick uh, little anecdote. You mentioned uh, 4G and like uh, when all that came out. Dude, do you remember the first 4G phone? It, <sighs> It was, I feel like I should. It was the it was the Evo, the Evo 4G, and oh yeah, good point. I, that was and I got that phone. It was the first phone that was that was like I think it was 4.7 inches. It was way bigger than the iPhone. Yeah. it was the first phone that was like huge in screen size. Was that an LG phone? Yes, and, that's right. Uh, yeah, and then they had that they had that stand that popped up on the back. The kickstand. Like, yeah, the kickstand. <laughs> and that was like so cool to me. And I was in high school and I'm like, I got to get this phone. And like, I remember surfing the web on there. I'm like, this is insane. And I'm like, I don't know why anybody has an iPhone. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's funny that you bring that up because I actually, a, a similar anecdote. My One of my friend's mom um, was the first person I knew who owned an iPhone. Oh, really? And I remember thinking to myself, man, why would anybody need to be able to surf the web and listen to music. And, you know, there were times, like, I don't know about you, but there were times in the past where I had my smartphone for phone, but then I had an iPod for music. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, phones in those days, like, I felt like if you tried to put your music on your phone, your battery would just be non-existent, right? Definitely, yeah. And I was always listening to music, so I had a separate iPod for my music. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like it's kind of silly to even think about that because yeah. like you do everything from one device but i mean i think you have to take all that into account for why people are using smartphones and tablets for web browsing because even and i don't know about your um i don't know about your dad but like my dad and, and my mom they just use their tablet most of the time like they're on the couch and they're using their tablet for everything i don't i don't really use a tablet very much but like you know, I, 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 maybe it's eyesight, you know, maybe you need that yeah, bigger screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad, it's funny. You actually, you mentioned that. Cause I was going to say, uh, my dad has an iPhone 11, right. But mm -hmm. that's all he has at the moment. And cause he just moved and he's getting situated, but, uh, he, he surfs the web a lot. You know, he researches things for work and he's like, I can't do this anymore. I need, I need it. I need an <laughs> iPad. I need it. And like, uh, I'm like, dude, like you just get one, you know, like he's like, I don't know how to use it. Like, <laughs> and, uh, the, you know, the Apple event was yesterday. Um, yeah. And announced September. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, September 15th. And I'm like, dude, like the base model is two ninety nine and, and four nine or yeah. Yeah. Two ninety nine and three ninety nine. Right. And, uh, so I think I'm just going to, I think I'm actually going to buy it for him and then, uh, yeah. send it to him because I can't really communicate with him because he doesn't even know how to use an iPhone really. And I'm like, oh, if wow. he shifted every everything over to this iPad with a pencil, because he hates using oh, his finger yeah. too. Yeah, I'm like, nice. it's gonna be so much better. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. But I I do think that, um, at least for me, 
the reason why I, I like my desktop better is just because I get faster speeds. But you think yeah. about, you know, when 5G comes out and it's fully, you know, rolled out, there's not really going to be a difference in speeds. Yeah, right. And so you're yeah. going to be able to do just as much on your on your phone or your tablet as you could on your computer. And it almost, you know, it almost spells disaster for desktops as a whole. You know, you might mm -hmm. see like laptops or tablets with keyboards, right? I mean, Apple's pushing that themselves. I mean, they want yeah. people to get an iPad with their keyboard setup. You know, that was the whole right. keynote yesterday. They're pushing that. So yeah, that's that's definitely going that direction. Yeah, it's a uh, that's always an area that I'm interested in, just to see how devices and yeah. like smart devices are trending. But I think to bring it all back to the main concept, uh, this is why you need a site that is responsive because you think about. You know, Apple, and, and I've been like looking up iPhone 12 leaks because I'm just so ready to move back to Apple. Yeah, good. <laughs> and, team my, you know, team iPhone. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they're like, they're thinking that there's going to be like four different screen sizes for the uh, iPhone 12. Dang. And so, and you think about like, you know, there's four different screen sizes for the iPhone, and then there's five million different screen sizes for Android phones, and yeah. your site needs to be able to be easily accessible on all of those. Right. And uh, that's why it's just it's important to spend time really investing and in making sure that it looks good on all those different platforms. And I know, mm -hmm. at least on WordPress, uh, they do a really good job of giving you the tool to simulate screen sizes so you can see how it will look. And so uh, it's a very helpful tool. I know uh, that's one of my favorite things about WordPress is you can get those different views. Yeah, it's 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 interesting, like, it almost is correlated to the advertising world as well. Like when I'm, you know, when we're setting up a big campaign, you know, we need to create content that's uh, tailored to desktop. And then we mm -hmm. need to take that content and resize it for uh, mobile. So it's like your website's kind of the same thing. You need to make right. sure that exactly. it's optimized for both, even though you, you'll get more traffic on mobile, you know, perhaps, but you need to make sure it's a good experience on both devices you know right and i think just general design rule of thumb it's always easier to make something bigger it's it's harder to make yeah. something smaller yeah right? exactly yeah so totally if it right. looks good small it will likely look good as it like with a bigger screen so yeah and yeah, that's the beauty sure. of uh web design these days is that you can you can do that right you can make it look great on both yeah yeah and like the big thing is uh I mean, I guess this goes into uh, our second point here, if you don't mind just going into yeah, that. Yeah, go but, for it. Um, you know, good navi our, our second point here is good navigation may be unnoticeable, but bad navigation kills. So if you're on a desktop, you know, and you can pretty much, assuming that you're, you're visiting a very well-designed site, you know, you can usually click around and find things pretty easily. Everything right. works. Everything is responsive. And, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, when you go to different pages, then when you're on those pages, those, those, uh, also all those buttons work and all that. So usually, and this is happens a lot for me, but I don't know about you, but when I, when I go to that same site on my phone, because when I'm out, I need to visit that same site or something right. on my phone, those buttons that I need are no longer there. And it's like, they have that little three line little menu and yeah, you go to that. Menu. And, yeah. 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 And like, and 50, 50, it's going to work, you know, like it's, it's, it's pretty disappointing most of the time. So, yeah, you know, it's, you need to make sure that navigation equals the, you know, on, on your, on your mobile device, because people are going to go back to that site on their phone and you need to make sure that 
wherever they need to go, they're, you know, they can go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to bring up, uh, and I, I really hope I'm right when I, when I name this person, but I think Lil Wayne once said that true G's move in silence like lasagna. Okay. Is that right? Do you know I what I'm no talking idea. about? I have no idea, no. Okay. But it sounds I think, cool. I think Lil Wayne said that. So like, yeah. No, true, yeah, true G's move in silence like lasagna. I'm pretty sure that's the quote. So if, uh, if, if my girlfriend was here, she would totally know that, but yeah, I don't know. So basically, take that principle and apply it to the navigation of your website. Yeah. That was, a, that was like a freaking stretch and a half, but... Um, <laughs> I like it. Basically, the point that I'm trying to make is most of the time, if your website has good navigation, people won't even ever notice it. And that's kind of the way it should be, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, sometimes, like, unless, like, if you're a real design genius, and, and I, I've worked in software for a long time, so, like, I, I take the time to uh, appreciate well-designed and well-navigated sites. Yeah, yeah, because, you're analyzing. Um, yeah, you're, like, always analyzing. Right, uh, but holy crap, dude. Like, when you get on a bad one, it's like it's incredibly noticeable and 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 it's one of those things where it, it can ruin your your uh, opinion of a business right it can ruin your relationship with the site and you know part of the goal of having a website is to get people on and to yeah. keep them on until they perform an action like fill out a form or you know request a proposal or whatever whatever your you know target uh, action is but when it's bad, man, like if it loads slow or if uh, if it takes too many clicks to do something, I'm out. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I yeah, don't like um, this at all. Goodbye. Yeah. That's interesting that you say like uh, make it so good that it's not noticeable at all. Because, yeah, you're right. Like when it is bad, it's like, oh, what the heck? Like I can't even get anywhere on the site. But when you're on a good site, you're just you're just going, going, going. You don't even notice how good it is. And like you're taking that for granted almost, you know what I mean? So that's, yeah, like you make your, make your, your site so good that it's not even noticeable that it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Make so. it the secret service of, of web navigability. Exactly. Yeah. Sleeper. You, you know, you know, they're doing their job, but you, you may not recognize them all the time. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I use the yeah. secret service and Lil Wayne to explain navigability on websites. That, that's great, man. That's, that's, you need this to is, use that in the blog. This is turning out to be a good episode. Yeah, I need to go like retroactively add this to the blog. Just go edit the blog. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's let's move into point three here. This is our final point, and uh, this point has to do with SEO. And basically, in uh, in 2018, Google announced that as part of their SEO rankings, uh, they included mobile responsiveness as a uh, a contributing factor, and so. Uh, Bailey, for those of our audience who aren't as familiar with SEO, do you want to kind of give a crash course in what that means? Yeah. So basically, you know, 10,000 foot view. I mean, there's a lot of components into SEO on how to optimize your site and it is a long game. So people who start SEO, they're like, where's my results? You know, I can't, it's been a month, you know, it's been, it's a long game. You have to keep working at it. It's almost like social media in that way. But yeah, so you know, a broad kind of uh, like perspective on it is SEO stands for search engine optimization, and what that means it's it's the process of optimizing your online content, whether that's written content on your actual site, your copy, uh, the keywords that you um, are targeting, 
that you need to update constantly because the algorithm updates constantly. Um, so, you know, the search engine likes to show it as, as the top result for, for searches of a certain keyword. So, you know, it's, that's kind of like what it is. There's different aspects, you know, so there's like, you know, uh, uh, tag tagging, you know, website, you know, just general website updates and the keyword optimization is pretty, is pretty important there. And your, your online copy is really important. So, you know, that's why we, we, uh, recommend that you always go with a professional for SEO on your site because that's what they do. That's what they're going to do all day. They're going to monitor that and they're going to change things and they're going to optimize your site. They're going to add an SSL, which makes your site secure, which is required by Google. Now, if you don't have that, you know, Google's just going to shoot you down and you're not even going to be visible at all. Uh, you know, like all these different components, it can get really complicated, but you know, that's what SEO pretty much is. It's just optimizing everything on your site, you know, from the back end to on-site, off-site, you know, backlinks, uh, social links, you know, blogs, you know, making sure, every, making sure everything is tip-top so you can continue to rank up in Google search. And like I said, it is a long game, so you have to be consistent. So, you know, I mean, that goes into, you know, our SEO services along with our web design. You know, we do offer SEO services now and in uh, certain packages um, based on your needs. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's crucial. I mean, if you have if you have a budget for a site build, you need a budget for SEO. So absolutely, totally agree. And I think when we talk about responsiveness, one of the cool things that I found when I was researching this topic for the blog is that Google actually has a tool. Um, and maybe I can find it and link it in the description of the episode, but mm. you can check your site for mobile friendliness and you just yes. plug in your URL and it just tells you, is your site mobile friendly or not? And so, um, I don't understand the magic behind whether, how they determine that or determine that. But, uh, I just remember one of the big things that we did when we, uh, designed our site for bloom, we just spent a lot of time making sure that, um, you know, icons weren't missing, they right. weren't cut off, right. uh, making sure that, you know, load times were optimal. And yeah, load you know, time, man, load yeah. time. Load like time is, is very important. Yeah, it's crucial. Like if I visit a site and it takes, it's sad to say this, like, cause it, it just like reflects our, <laughs> our generation, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like our, our attention span, it's like, it's embarrassing. But when I, when I click on a site and it's like taking five seconds, 10 seconds, I mean, that's insanely long, but it, it doesn't sound like it, but it really is. You know what I mean? Like it's, and then like, what are the other pages going to do? How are they going to load? You know? So adding that homepage is, is very important, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so that's just a huge part. And I think it's cool. Uh, I mean, this has been around for a while, you know, 2018 is when Google announced this, I believe it was in March that they announced this. So, uh, I mean, the history of responsive design is it goes back towards the earlier days of the internet, but uh, it's it's pretty much industry standard at this point. I think you'd be you'd be hard pressed to go to you know a big company like a Fortune 500 company and not find a responsive site. Really, you'd be hard pressed to find any you know good business that doesn't have one. And don't let that uh, come across as an insult if you don't have one. But uh, you know, hopefully, this episode convinces you that it's important and uh, it's just something that. You know, all these things kind of play together. And I know as we, you know, as we talk about SEO, we talk about websites, uh, each of these are just a vital cog, right? In, in making sure that your business thrives, right? Or at yeah. least gets the most out of, um, you know, what the internet has to offer. And I think right. that uh, all these pieces working in tandem, it, 
it just better helps your business to grow or to get recognized. And I mean, the, the benefits to that are, you know, endless, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because a good site, responsive site, you know, kick-ass SEO, uh, that could lead to leads and sales. I mean, based on the goal of your site, but, or the, you know, if you do have e-commerce or whatever it is, but yeah, man, it's, it's crucial, you know, and, and back, back, you know, just to, to backtrack to SEO for a second, um, this is, this is a great example of how important SEO is and how it can affect your, your rankings and your overall just performance of your site. We, uh, we recently just wrapped up a website build for one of our clients. And, uh, before we did, you know, they, they had a pretty dated site, you know, I mean, Christian, you are pretty, you know, you're in that world with them. So you kind of know what I'm talking about. And you know, they had a dated site and, and we, we came in and we made it more modern, but we did an audit on their SEO as their current site sits. And like, yeah, everything's not aesthetically pleasing. Some things load long and all that, but like we did SEO audit and they, it came back fantastic. And like that shows like if you have the right copy and the right content, you know, and the right backlinks, all that kind of stuff, like if your site sucks and you have good SEO, you know, like it's, it could still work. So, you know, that's really the importance of SEO. And it's, it's crazy. Like when I saw that, I'm like, man, like that's insane. Like the impact SEO has even on a site like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so we're like, yeah, we we're, I remember we're like, we don't really want to change anything here and we don't want to really risk, you know, lowering any of these numbers. So we wanted to just move most of that content over to the new site and possibly, you know, make it better. But yeah, man, it's, it was interesting. And so I, I, I mean, like you said, we'll link that uh, Google like tool that you can see the performance of your SEO and just your website in general. It's basically like an audit. So it's good stuff. It's a, uh... It's great if you have an existing site. Um, obviously, if you're looking to build a new site, it's a good tool to use once you've finished up, just to you know, just to qualify your work and and see where you're at. But definitely awesome. Well, those are the three points. I'm gonna just repeat them again, just for uh, for reminding. Uh, number one reason why you need a responsive site: uh, web traffic. It is increasingly coming from mobile. I would imagine. To, uh, with the latest rankings we could find, about 51% of web traffic comes from mobile. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that will only continue to grow as uh, 5G architecture becomes more available. Number two, good navigation may be unnoticeable, but bad navigation kills. That's uh, making sure that uh, your, your site performs well and uh, it's easy to navigate on both web and mobile. And then or web and mobile, uh, desktop and mobile. And then number three, Google rewards responsive sites with higher SEO. And I think, you know, what we've kind of dug into a little bit at a surface level is the importance of SEO, right? And I think, mm -hmm. I, I don't know about you, but I feel like we're going to have a big SEO episode coming down the road. Just oh, because yeah. you scratch the surface yeah. at the 10,000 foot view, Exactly, Maybe we'll take yeah. it down to the 5,000 or the one even. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Depending on the interest. <laughs> well, awesome, man. Uh, I know we usually do closing thoughts. Anything on your mind? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do web design <laughs> and we got a kick-ass team. And the, you know, the, the head of that team is my good friend Christian right here. 
So, hey. uh, you know, <laughs> you know, we'll, uh, we are implementing that, uh, service onto our website and that'll be done, um, pretty soon. So, you know, check it out and, um, you can request a quote from us and, um, you know, we're, we're also going to provide audits of your site and audits of your SEO. So, um, we'll definitely link that, um, that information below and, you know, just, uh, we encourage all those business owners out there to um, invest in your site and um, get a professional team and, uh, you know, you'll really see the difference there and, and, you know, get good SEO. And like I said, it's a long game. You got to be patient, but you will start ranking and you will see results as long as you are consistent. That's the key. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what I got. Yeah, I think to, to tag along with that, it is it is important to invest in the SEO because it's organic, right? right I think there, exactly. are, there are non-organic ways that are yes. almost like, uh, it's the best ad. way. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the best way that I can explain it is like, you can go to the doctor and get a steroid shot to help you feel better. And that, you know, that can be like, if you're, if you're suffering from like the flu or so, this has happened to me actually back in, in, in December, which I think I've told this on air before, but I thought I had, now that I look at it, I think I might've had Corona because it was just oh, yeah. so freaking terrible. But anyway, yeah, I think I did too, but that's another you, podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had the flu in December and they gave me a steroid shot, made me feel a lot better, hmm. but it's going to be way more beneficial if your body lets yourself heal and develops right. the antibodies and whatnot. It's exactly. a good example for SEO and I know pay-per-click is another example of kind of a, a quick hit to to boost your site. Um, yeah. Play the long game, build your stuff organically, and it's just going to help you out in the long run. There may be times where you where you want to inject a little bit of life into your uh, into your digital marketing with a little bit of PPC or some other options, but uh, SEO is the way to go. Yeah, man, SEO is the way to go. That's a that's a slogan right there. I like that. <laughs> uh, so we got Lil Wayne. We got uh, what other what other <laughs> thing did you use? We talked about the uh, the LG. Uh, oh, yeah, I forget. What was that the V V? I, I, oh, I the, Evo, the Evo, the Evo, the Evo. Yeah, yeah. So we got yeah. Lil Wayne. We've got um, the Secret Service. Yes, the Secret Service. And now um, uh, we got steroid shots. Steroids <laughs> and the flu. So if anybody asks you what SEO is and what responsive web design is, just remember those three points along with our <laughs> three points on the blog. <laughs> and you'll be, be fine. Freaking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you guys for tuning in today. If you liked today's episode, uh, give us a shout. Give us a review. Yeah. We'd love to hear, get some feedback from uh, from our audience. And if you guys have any topics you'd like us to discuss uh please let us know i know that yeah. we're always looking for good ideas i know we typically like to cover blogs but we got got a couple of good interviews coming down the road um just yes. some other uh fun episodes that we've got planned that may not be as business centric but you yeah know, I, we like to be able to provide value with uh some of these podcasts and and how you can grow your business so yeah. that's why we like to uh do more of those types of episodes yeah, um, little sneak peek. Uh, so my best friend in the world and my brother, Charles Garcia, hmm. will be coming on the cast hopefully next week, and we'll be covering the topic of uh, sports cards and hey. the market of sports cards and how to make money with sports cards. I uh, am so interested in that. I've been talking to him about it Yeah, like yeah. here and there. 
yeah, he he's he's killing it. He's a pro, and he has a lot of interesting things to say about it. And you could really learn a lot if you're interested in doing that and make some extra money. So hopefully that'll be an awesome episode, and um, we'll announce that pretty soon. I'm really stoked on that, and I know that he uses social media a lot to do some sales for that. Yeah, he's starting to. Yeah, yeah, I'm giving a little tips here and there on his uh, page, uh, Sports Jaws. Shout out Sports Jaws. Um, so yeah, man, it'll be awesome. Well, great. Well, we look forward to that. And uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. We will talk to you all next week. Yeah, take care.